Today on First Round KO, I talk a lot about how LeBron James was wasted in Cleveland, how the Cavaliers are a lot like the Green Bay Packers, and then me and my buddy DJ have a great conversation about MJ versus LeBron. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. Now let's knock out some topics, and we start today with LeBron James. And yes, I know I've been talking about him a lot lately, but he kind of he, he kind of brought this upon us. He LeBron, you can't just be the best NBA player and go sign with one of the most storied franchises in the history of the NBA and expect not to be talked about this much. I think he loves it. I think the Lakers love all the publicity. I think it's fantastic for them. But we're going to focus today on why Cleveland messed this up. And no, I'm not just talking about signing LeBron. Because Cleveland really sealed their fate before he left the first time. If you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, you cannot have the best, arguably one of the best basketball players to ever play the game. You cannot have that player for 11 years in your franchise and only win one title. That's just unexcusable. The Heat, the Miami Heat, only had him for four seasons. And they won twice as many as the Cavaliers won in 11 seasons. That's just ridiculous. The Cavaliers failed LeBron James. And like I said, they they were not going to re-sign him this offseason. And they f- sealed their fate the first time he left because they never put a team around LeBron James. They gave him Mo Williams. They gave him Anderson Varejao. They gave him, you know, he inherited Zendreas Ogalkas. They had all these players that were not even close to LeBron James caliber and he carried them into the playoffs and into the finals once that time but then he during that first stint in Cleveland decided you know what guys you obviously aren't doing this for me the Cavaliers have not put a team around me you guys obviously just want me to win it all by myself and I can't do that there's this Boston team over here who's just amazing they have a stacked team so I I need to go get my own stack team. I need to I need to be able to compete with them. That's what he did. He went to go win. And you can't blame him. The dude had no help around him. Cleveland was not supporting him with a cast of players around him, that an NBA Finals caliber cast around him. So he went to Miami. He won two championships in four years. He only won one in 11 years in Cleveland, and that was only when he came back he was older, he was more mature, he was smarter, and he was a better basketball player the second time around in Cleveland. But but they had players around him. They got lucky with their one good draft pick in the last 12 years, Kyrie Irving. I shouldn't say, yeah, they, they actually 
got a pick right in Kyrie Irving. And then once LeBron got there, he's he's much like he's doing with the Lakers right now. He got there and he said, you know what? I like what you're doing here. Obviously, that's why I came back. I, I like what you're doing, but we need a little more. We need just that little extra push to get us over the hedge. So what did the they, – they drafted Andrew Wiggins, which I thought was going to be a really good pick for Cleveland. But apparently that was just the bargaining chip because then they went and shipped Wiggins out and they got Kevin Love. They got an, another all-star for LeBron James to play with and another big-time player to help LeBron James into the playoffs. That's what Miami – he went to Miami to surround himself with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Mario Chalmers is no scrub. All those players, he ended up recruiting Ray Allen. All these players, they want to play with LeBron because he's he's a winner. He's that good, and he's very unselfish. He's very, Only recently has, become, has he become more selfish, and that's only out of necessity because he's on these Cavalier teams, which only he lost Kyrie. So then he really only had Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Tristan's not going to give you 20 points a night. And Kevin Love was hurt a lot, and he's very streaky. Yeah, he can probably give you 20 or 30 a night, but it, it's not enough to just have those two guys. J.R. Smith, who doesn't he doesn't know where he is. And after that, you, you traded for all that. You basically turned over your roster because, you know, LeBron James said, this is not a winning team. But you really didn't improve much. You got Larry Nance, who's not known for his offensive game. George Hill, he's a good facilitator. He's a good floor general, but that's not going to do much for a team that needs more scoring. Jordan Clarkson, young dude who still hasn't developed enough. He was still off the bench. He wasn't able to carry the team. Kyle Korver, I'm not sure what happened to him. He's just getting up there in age two. He's really only good for three-pointers, and then once you guard that, he's kind of pointless on the court he did step up defensively late I will admit that but because the Cavaliers did not surround LeBron the first time with the the first time that LeBron was in Cleveland this because they did not surround him with good players that is the reason he left this second time because he came back this second time and said I am here to win a championship I that is my goal in Cleveland I am going to win my hometown a championship. And you know what he did in his second year? He won a championship. So then this offseason comes and he sees, okay, hey, look, my goal was to come back and win Cleveland a championship. And they're still not really surrounding me with championship level players. Besides the one year, they got their one draft pick right out of 13 and then they, they gave me Kevin Love, but now even he's getting older. He's not being as productive as he once was. And there's this perfect fit for me in L.A. I have a second home out there. I would be the star. I can. They have enough cap space where I can bring in another star, if not this year, next year. Look, the, the Lakers were a perfect fit for LeBron James. That's It makes sense for him to move out there. So that... So the reason that's why he kept signing all these short contracts in Cleveland. He kept signing these one year, one player option years in Cleveland so that when the time was right, he could ditch again. Because they're not 
doing it's the same situation and I hate it because I'm a Packer fan, but it's the same situation in Green Bay. Only this year now has Green Bay actually gone out in free agency and it's because we have a new GM. The GM before didn't do anything. Ted Thompson wasn't doing jack for for Aaron Rodgers. We only have Aaron Rodgers, and you can't rely on one player. Obviously, you can because you can rely on one star player to win you one title. But if you want to win multiple, if you have the greatest player in his position of of that era, you need to win more than one championship in eleven years. The Packers are only now when he's I, I, he's turning thirty seven this year thirty he's turning thirty eight this year. Only now that he's turning 38 are they starting to surround him with players. And, yes, he's coming off of a second collarbone injury, so that, that might limit him. But now we're actually we, – we got the draft right this year in Green Bay. We went and buy, brought back Tremont Williams. We went and signed Muhammad Wilkerson. We went out and got a big off, off, offensive weapon in Jimmy Graham. Only now are the Packers starting to surround Aaron Rodgers with weapons. And with a solid team. There's there's no excuse for having the best quarterback right now and only having one championship. Look at Tom Brady in New England. They're surrounding him with good players every year that fit the scheme. And they, they stack up the defense. Their defense is one of the reasons that they win so much. They have... And amazing, you know, they have amazing corners that they develop. And then once that one guy wants to get paid, then they ship them off and they have another guy coming up. New England has a system where they have all these good guys. But once they ask for too much money, once they can't, you know, if they need to spend too much money on one dude where they can't spend money on the rest of the team, that guy get, that guy's gone. Because you need to be able to have money to create a full, rounded championship team. And New England's done that. For the past however many years, the past seven years now. But Green Bay just hasn't. Our only big free agency signings have been Charles Woodson, which definitely paid off for us, and Julius Peppers, which we had him for, what, two, three seasons? Two seasons, I think. And then he ditched. He didn't really help us that much. He was a help. He was definitely a help on the defensive side, but he we didn't have the cornerback, the the the, the D back help to it, it wasn't enough to win a championship. You have to surround the best player with more good players to be able to win. That's why the Lakers, I think it's going to be the same situation in L.A. that it was in Miami. I think LeBron LeBron James wins at least two titles in L.A. Within the next four years, I think the Lakers win at least two. And it'll be the same situation as Miami. Four years compared to 11 with the greatest player on the planet. And they're going to have double the championships because Cleveland was just too stupid or too ignorant or just too lazy to go get more players to join LeBron James. And, ha- and play the Jordan didn't do it by himself. Michael Jordan did not win by he had Pippen, he had Steve Kerr, he had a he had a plethora of players around him, solid players. Not to mention one of the best head coaches of all time in basketball, 
in Phil Jackson, he had a supporting cast around him to help him win these championships. LeBron James, he's had countless coaches because they're just obviously he sees something in them that, you know, when your player is smarter than the coach, that's not a good situation. Obviously, he likes Ty Lue. He kept him. Eric Spolstra, fantastic dude in Miami. I wish him the best because he's a fantastic head coach. Obviously, he survived LeBron, and he's still there after LeBron left. They trust him a lot. But this, the Cleveland team, the Cleveland Cavaliers did not surround LeBron James with players. The Green Bay Packers are not surrounding Aaron Rodgers with championship-level players until this season. There's no excuse for that. You know, when... The Warriors right now. The Warriors have Klay Thompson and Steph Curry and obviously Draymond. They have those three, and they, they see this core, and they say, okay, this core is really good, and we want a title with them. But we then lost. We also lost the title because LeBron James is that good. If LeBron goes and gets more help, then he's going to beat us. So while we still have this young core, well, let's go get some help. So they went out and got Kevin Durant. That's that's surrounding your best players with more good players to ensure a championship, to not ensure, but to compete for a championship. And now they're saying, okay, now he's in LA, now they got cap space. Now so now we have to deal with him more. The War or the Rockets are looking good too. They almost beat us last year. Now the Warriors are saying, okay, now we just need one more little piece to kind of push us put us over the edge into Marcus Cousins. We'll see how that all works. It'll be an interesting situation behind the scenes, on the court. It's just not looking good for Boogie Cousins. But the, but the Warriors keep getting better out of necessity. And the Cavaliers never did that. The Cavaliers relied on LeBron James and LeBron James alone. And that's why he had to step up. That's why he had to play general manager for the majority of his stint in that in obviously most of the places he goes like in in LA the report came out today that that the Lakers are consulting LeBron James on all of the free agency signings and most likely any trades that might go down which is fine because now he has experience in that because he was forced to get experience in that in Cleveland because in Cleveland the GM wasn't doing anything so LeBron had to sit there and say, hey, go get me some help. Go get me that guy. I want that guy. Go get me this guy. Go get me that guy. Go make a big trade because this isn't working. He had to step up and do that. And then he kind of played matchmaker when he went to Miami. He said, hey, Dwayne, Chris, let's go. We're, we're, all, we're all great players. Let's go win a title or two in Miami. Or six or seven, as they said. LeBron James has the experience because he was forced to play GM in Cleveland. So now so now LA basically has two GMs who are former players and some would argue two of the smartest NBA players to ever play the game. LeBron James and Magic Johnson. I think this is a perfect pair for these two because they're going to be able to go either they're they already brought in three dogs in JaVale McGee Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo, all three guys LeBron has competed against and obviously respects because he probably said, hey, go get me those dudes. They're free agents. 
bring them here because they're not scared of me. They've competed against me. I want them to play with me and compete. And now he's going to he's going to have more say in any other free agent signings. Not not say, but they they're going to go to him. They're going to say, "Hey, we're looking at this dude. What do you think? We 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 want to trade X player for XYZ." Okay. And then LeBron will give his opinion because he has that experience of kind of playing general manager because he had to in Cleveland. They weren't surrounding him with any help. And Aaron Rodgers, that I think that's part of the reason Aaron Rodgers is so upset because this Aaron Rodgers and the, he he doesn't have any say. The, the, he's been he's been angry about that for a while. It's mostly because of his offensive like he wants more say in the offensive playbook, which please, dude, dude's smart. He went to Cal. He, he's a smart dude, and plus he's a quarterback. He He's your star quarterback. He should have say in it. Mike McCarthy, get off your high horse. He should have say in the offense. But he should also have some consulting power like LeBron James does. He should, you know, they he should be up in, the, up in these free agency meetings saying, okay, you know, go a little extra heavy on this guy. Go, go towards him. Go get him. Go try to trade for this dude, you know, or – Hey Aaron, should we go sign this guy? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you want this kind of player? Get his idea because Aaron can carry an offense. We'll, we've seen he's made receivers. I don't think Jordy Nelson's going to be as good in Oakland because while he's a fantastic dude, he's got the speed and he had he had the speed and he had the cuts. I don't think he's going to be as good because you can't just be an elite receiver without an elite quarterback you can be but I think Aaron's elite quarterback ability made Jordy Nelson elite the point is Aaron can carry an offense so Aaron needs to be being consulted in these free agency meetings and saying hey we need to go get a defense because that's what LeBron was saying LeBron when he was in we need scorers I'm the only one scoring right now. I need some help. J.R. Smith doesn't know what time of day it is. He doesn't know what team we're on anymore. All of these play Kyle, Kyle Korver's getting on. He's almost 40, and he's only a three-pointer. I need more scores, and they didn't even do that. Cleveland has failed LeBron James. The Packers, unfortunately, are failing Aaron Rodgers. And they're surprised that he's not re-signing yet. They're surprising. The uh, Packer fans are surprised that this negotiation for Aaron's contract is taking too long. The dude is worried that he's going to be stuck in Green Bay his whole career and he's not going to get any help for a championship. Because that's the only argument against LeBron, or, well, LeBron and Aaron Rodgers. As far as these GOAT conversation goes, it's championships. And it's a burden on them because their teams and their front offices have not put players able to win championships with them. Aaron has not had, he's had one championship. The one year that you gave Aaron Rodgers a credible defense, he won a Super Bowl. you, You put two, the three years that LeBron had two superstars with him, you know, it's two years in Miami and the the uh, one year in Cleveland. He won titles. Yes, he also lost two titles. San Antonio was just better team that year. And Dallas, that was 
the first year in Miami, the first year on these teams, LeBron always does bad in the first year. The, the Lakers are not going to win the title this year. But they, they're going to be a lot better because this LeBron dude is that good. But you give these players teams and superstars and solid rosters, and they're going to do amazing things. Aaron Rodgers, the year we won the Super Bowl, we had a great defense. I wouldn't say great. We had a credible defense. They were able to get stops. They were able to hold teams under 20. And Aaron Rodgers is going to score more more than 20. But Aaron Rodgers on that offensive side of the ball, we lost our starting running back. We had to go to this undrafted James Starks dude out of nowhere who didn't play most of the regular season. He randomly just kind of exploded in a couple of the playoff games. But it's mostly because these teams saw Aaron Rodgers and said, oh, they're starting running backs down, so they're going to throw a lot. So they're playing the throw. So then, then this this speedy James Starks, who has great cuts, was able to run through this passing uh, this passing defense. It's the Aaron Rodgers effect. It's this LeBron effect. Every player that LeBron has played with has been the, the best when LeBron played with them. Chris Bosh, yeah, he could carry a Raptors team, but he was at his best when he played with LeBron. He could step outside. He didn't have to run a team because Chris Bosh isn't a number one dude. And so he got to play with LeBron. He got to stay outside a little, shoot his jump shot that he liked to shoot, but he got to play, you know, he, he got to be the best version of himself. Same with Dwayne Wade. Same with Kevin Love. We'll see about Kyrie Irving, I guess. J.R. Smith. All of these players are better with LeBron James because he's just that good. Aaron Rodgers makes these play. He made Jordy Nelson an elite receiver. He made, you know, Cobb. I don't know how. We don't know about these other receivers. Geronimo Allison, Devontae Adams. We don't know their actual talent level because Aaron Rodgers is just making this. He's giving them beautiful throws to catch, and it just makes them look 100 times better. And he... He makes these our running backs. I'm surprised we don't have a running game because they know we're going to throw the ball. So every time that we're in a running situation, they know it, they'll stop us, and then they dictate that offense. But Aaron, like in the playoff, in our Super Bowl run, our starting running back went down. So then offenses are saying, all right, they're on their second running back. They're probably going to throw more. They're playing passing defense, and our running back was able to go th- right through that. That's the effect of these superstar players, and that's why you need to put – if you put championship caliber players on these rosters with these elite players, they will get you championships. It's as simple as that. Green Bay, you made a couple good steps this year. Step it up. Go make a trade. Up your defense. I like the Mike Patton move, but a coach isn't enough. I like I like the two draft picks at corner. I like Tremont Williams coming back. I like Muhammad Wilkerson. I like all these moves. But you gotta step it up one one more step to make that team elite to compete for a Super Bowl. Lakers. You guys have cap space now. You have pieces to move. And Kawhi's not the only option, people. Kawhi is not the only. I say, if I'm the real quick, I'm going to talk about this real quick too. 
if I'm the Lakers, I don't trade for Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi Leonard has made it perfectly clear that he wants to come to L.A. If I'm the Lakers and I want to make a trade for this season, I'm going to Portland and I'm saying, give me Damian Lillard. I'm going to... There's a count. There's countless other options. I'm going to Washington. Give me John Wall. There's options out there besides Kawhi Leonard. Damian Lillard, I think, is the best option. If Damian Lillard comes to LA, I think that's, I think that's one of the best case scenarios. Because then next year, then Kawhi comes and signs with LA, and then you have LeBron, Lillard, and Kawhi. I'm just saying, but L.A., back to my point, L.A., you have pieces, you have cap space. Put championship caliber players around LeBron James. Otherwise, you're going to end up like Cleveland, where you greatly misused one of the best players of our generation and didn't use him to his full potential. Maybe he'll carry you to a playoff spot in the West. But when you have to play against Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Hall, James Harden, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, when you have to play against all those guys, you're not going to win a playoff series with just LeBron James. We saw it this past year. LeBron couldn't carry a bad team. He carried them through the East because the East isn't that strong. But now you have LeBron in a similar situation right now with a team that was not very only 37 wins without him you add that you add him to that yeah he'll probably make the playoffs because after those top 4 teams the other teams kind of drop up you know it's it's a lot closer but lebron you you're not going to be able to compete with golden state we saw that lebron got swept by golden state you need that he needed he needed to have better players around him so that he can actually compete with Golden State, with Houston, with Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. L.A., don't blow this opportunity because you have the greatest player on the planet right now. And if you don't win at least one title in four years with all this cap space and all these pieces you have to move, then yeah, Magic Johnson, then you should step down. Because you obviously couldn't do your job. You're obviously just like Cleveland. You can't surround this dude with championship players. And yes, you should be ashamed of yourself. So now I'm going to, we're going to move on. I uh, Earlier in the week, I did an interview with my good buddy DJ. He's a Chicago Bulls fan. I'm a, Cle- I'm a LeBron James fan. So, obviously, we have to have the all-time debate. We did. It's a great conversation. I'm going to throw that to you right now. Um, yeah, enjoy. Shock the system. Joining me now is my friend from high school who I met my junior year handing out rock star stickers for people's car. Uh, this dude, Florida State loving, Illinois uh native this dude is don juan he's mr cabbage sauce mr dj cavanaugh everyone how's everyone doing so dj is a uh he's a chicago bulls fan and uh 
I am a LeBron fan. So naturally, between the two of us, we have to have this conversation. MJ versus LeBron, goat discussion. <laughs> and I love this conversation because, it's I don't know, it's just fun to talk about. I love it, but at the same time, I hate it because it just gets old with the same repetitive everything. Oh, absolutely, especially with MJ fans, <laughs> as Tom brought up last night. We have no new material. The only argument is six, but we'll get into that. So, so yeah, so DJ, what's your since you're a Bulls fan and since you – I'm assuming like MJ. <laughs> I mean, naturally. As anyone from Illinois does. What is your main argument when people bring it up? My main argument with it is you can compare the two, but you can't say which one's higher. Yes, they got the different eras, but there's also different com- uh, competitiveness in there where we didn't have Golden State back in 90. Um, but at the same time, two different upbringings two different career choices, career styles. I want to say MJ because I love MJ. I love the Bulls, but LeBron's getting there, and it scares me. Yeah, it, he's definitely getting there. It's just it's interesting because he – the argument is the six rings. Yes. but And now – so LeBron has three, but he's been to nine different finals. So a lot of people – and that argument is used on two different fronts by each side – LeBron, LeBron fans say he's been to nine finals. Even MJ wasn't to nine, or didn't go to nine finals. But then MJ fans look at that and say, okay, well, you've lost six. Yeah. So, and MJ won six. You've only won three. So there's that argument. How do you view that as a Chicago Bulls fan? How do you view the whole being there nine times but only winning three? It's impressive you made it there nine times, um, especially with some of the teams you've had. Wow. Especially because the last eight were all in a row. Oh, yeah. Um, that consistency that by itself deserves you know that much credibility um but again mj's won the six lebron wasn't able to win the eight but the ones that michael jordan made it to he won majority of them so he had the consistency in the finals to win lebron had the consistency to make it there despite the team that he had it's yeah yeah and and, and a lot of that goes back to what you mentioned before with the competition. Yes. Golden State and San Antonio are teams that, you know, MJ yeah. didn't necessarily have to deal with. But, I mean, he did. And and it's interesting, too, because MJ's – if you look back at MJ's era, it was mostly the East. It was kind of flipped. The East was arguably the stronger conference out of the two. So he had to battle to get to the finals. And then, you know, the finals might have been – somewhat easier than get actually getting there he had to deal with the pistons the celtics you know those kind of teams the heat were decent around then i think trying to remember (laughs) um so now it's now it's interesting because now lebron's on the stronger side so now if he gets there it, it with the lakers now it if LeBron actually gets to the finals, he'll have better chances. Oh, it's yeah. just a matter of getting to the finals, beating Houston, beating, uh, well, San Antonio if they keep Kawhi, or Golden State. Yeah. He, the, he has these juggernauts that he has to get through. So so now looking at this whole LeBron signing with the Lakers, huge news, but how do you think that this affects the GOAT conversation? I don't know how it affects it there's a lot of ways it does. 
because when you bring them to L.A., you bring them with their past stars. So there was Kobe's team, there was Magic's team, and there's the GOAT conversation for whose team is it or who is the best to play for this team. So there's different rankings on the Lakers, but then you also have he's played for Cavaliers, he's played for the Heat, now he's in L.A. where if he brings another championship that's three teams, he's brought a championship too. It definitely gives him a bit of a boost, but at the same time, his career going to L.A. with the stars that have been in L.A. and especially the stars that are in that conference today, it makes it harder for him to go up the ladder. Yeah, I definitely agree. And so the biggest thing for me that I think about, L.A. has been pretty much irrelevant, irrelevant the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Um, so in my perspective, yeah, in my the, the way I look at this, because they haven't been good, LeBron going to that team, it's going to make them relevant again. It's going to make them good. So a lot of people are probably just going to see that as this dude's amazing. He's making the Lakers interesting again. Mm-hmm. It'll maybe help the ratings for NBA. Golden State's a whole other situation. I, I just wanna... talked about that with Connor. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants to watch Golden State. No one's going to want to watch Golden State. But imagine this. Imagine Michael Jordan with Draymond Green speaking in his, in his ear. He'd have been ejected. <laughs> Yeah, that Draymond Draymond kind of would have been fun in the nineties. He <laughs> would have started a lot of fights, that's for sure. Um, it would have been an interesting matchup it for Jordan. Um, but yeah, I think LeBron. Even so, my there's two ways that this conver- or that this can affect LeBron's conversation or the goat conversation with LeBron. So I think that it could. I think he's pretty set at where he is. I don't think he can go any lower. That's fair. But I think there are multiple ways that he could be elevated, but some people might not see those different kind of ways. (laughs) For instance, if LeBron wins an MVP but not a championship in the next four years, then you have a player who has won an MVP on three different teams never done before so that that elevates him more but in the late in the fans or in some fans eyes you'll see he'll see that as not winning a championship in LA one of the most storied franchises in history or you know he wins an MVP he wins a title well then he's got a title on three different teams no one's ever done that that elevates him even more possibly in my eyes that elevates him above Jordan because this late in his career, Jordan went to the Wizards. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, and that we all know how that ha- how that worked. So, and then there's the, always the possibility of him winning multiple titles. If he wins multiple titles in these four years, even if if he wins two or more in these four years, I I think it's done. I think it's goat conversation. I think LeBron's it. But so, how do you think? How do you think those different scenarios would play out in your mind, especially as an MJ fan? Yeah. I agree with you on that. Um, the only one you didn't say was, what happens if by some off chance goes to the Lakers and just tanks? I don't see it happening, but what if something just happens say, that he just I, goes down? Hypothetical, and, you know, based off of this last season, we know that LeBron can carry it. Too. Oh, God, yeah. But on the hypothetical that, you know, the Lakers – you know, have just about the same record. They were 37 and 44 this last year. If they were sub 500 this year and don't miss the playoffs, then, well, then, 
See, I don't know if that's on LeBron, though. I don't know, especially if it's only one year. Now, okay. if I could understand if they go through the play and never make the finals through these four years. Yeah. Now, you know, if they they need to make the finals at least once for this to be successful for LeBron. Well, they Not, need to add some players to make the finals, too. Exactly, and that's my thing. So, like, if, the, if these first two years, if they don't pan out and they miss the playoffs these first two years, I don't see that as on LeBron. And maybe that's because I'm a LeBron yeah. fan, but I I see that as magic, you know, bringing LeBron in, but then not adding pieces around him. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him sign a lot of players since LeBron. Like the, they signed Rajon Rondo, they signed Javale McGee and Lance Stevenson. But you hear those three names, and those three names were big four years ago, yeah. <laughs> five years ago now. <laughs> Getting past their prime, yeah. Yeah. So like, they're pieces, but I wouldn't call them championship pieces. They need another number two guy who can play next to LeBron, like a Kawhi Leonard, like a Kevin Love. Um, someone like that. I, J.R. Smith if they traded away. for Kevin Love, that'd be interesting. J.R. Smith is left with the ship in Cleveland. It's going down. I bet you Kevin Love would like that, too. He Dude's from L.A. He played at ULC, UCLA. ULC. What am I thinking? It's early. I've never recorded this early. Um, it's only an hour. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's only now, but yeah, 11 o'clock. I, if the Lakers don't get a good number two option for LeBron, then it's a lot like the Cavaliers mm-hmm. this year where he's carrying the team. And then JR screws up. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Lonzo forgetting something like that. Yeah, but Lonzo hasn't been in the league as long as JR. No, it Come would be Swaggy P. If they bring Swaggy P back, it would be him for sure. He would be the new JR. Um, the new JR. So, yeah, I, I, I do get what you're saying. If, if that hypothetically happened, I would say if it happened in the first two years, it doesn't affect LeBron. If they get a solid second player or, you know, like a B-minus, C-plus player who could be a third dude to be there too, I I could then see – I could see an argument for LeBron went to the – they could yeah. say LeBron's Lakers were MJ's Wizards. I could see that argument being made. And then you can switch back to the argument, well, you know, Jordan did all this. Mm-hmm and won and then left, you know, and then LeBron tried to leave to go win more, and he didn't. Now, one question that's been in my mind, what does it take for a franchise to retire a number? Because LeBron goes there with 23, but only plays three years and opts out. Okay. (laughs) Do they, since he will be a Hall of Famer. I don't think they do. That's what I'm thinking, because with Magic and Kobe, they were there. Yes. LeBron's coming in for now. But since he's going to be that guy after he is in the Hall of Fame, right. do they do that just out of? I don't think they do. And I know they obviously the Cavaliers will. I think they plan on doing it this year. Oh yeah. Um, Watch him or come back sometime in the, probably when he come retires, back and change his number like Kobe. Yeah, but um, the dude. Well, okay, but Kobe had to change yeah, it for yeah, different like, reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't think the Lakers do. Four years isn't enough. Plus, here's my thing. The Lakers have so many retired numbers. Exactly. It's the same thing with the Yankees. Eventually, they're just not going to have numbers. What? The Yankees are like 1 through 13 now, aren't they? They're gone. It's something like that. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Like, I get wanting to show appreciation for your players and your great players, you know. But the issue with us is we pay for great players. That's the other thing. Like, the Yankees, especially, and now the Lakers, they're coming into this. You you guys get so many good players. Mm -hmm. Because you're an attractive franchise. Just wait till Golden State. Golden State, they're going to retire. They're, gonna retire they're just going to retire the team. 35, 23, 11, 
No, it'll be Steph for sure. I don't know right. if they would retire Durant. I mean, I they, th- did, they won a they title would. with Durant. They won a couple of titles with Durant. So I think the argument's there. I think they. This is a whole we know other OKC argument. isn't retiring. This is an Jersey. argument for a whole other day. I think that even without Kevin Durant, I think the Warriors win the t- these titles the last two years. I think you take Durant off point. that team, and I still think they win. But obviously, Durant kept they making won a title those... without him, and then won seventy three games without him. Yeah, Durant kept kept making those. Uh, um, I can't even think of it. Um, inside of three, kept making those shots that, what, he put up how many points a game? Yeah, he was only scoring, like, I think his highest scoring game was 30, like a high 30s game. But he's very consistent. That's what... But so is the rest of the team. Like, I would, a lot of that offense, if you take him out of that offense, you get Steph taking more shots. But Steph was also injured this year. What would have happened without Durant and Steph? During the regular season? Yes. I'm not worried about the regular season. It takes a regular season to get to the offseason. Okay, That's, but we've seen LeBron. LeBron's teams in the regular season have been bad. When's the last time he had the one seed in the East? When's the last time he had decent backup? I, I agree, exactly. but, like, dude Now, Golden gets State the, has that, though. Dude gets to the finals every year even though he's not a one seed. Exactly. He comes in the back door, but Golden State has everybody around him where they can get in through the I, one seed. I agree. I, so if they didn't have two of their stars, you think that would knock him down a bit if— even Maybe, take them but out. I still think they make the playoffs, and then as I say, take them out against the Rockets, or and then Steph gets hot in the in these playoffs, and they were oh, yeah. So I, what you get? You get a step before they get to the playoffs. Yeah, I guess that's inter- interesting. Take but a then, take a page out of Draymond Green's and play dirty during the season, uh, LeBron. Yeah, they better resign Zaza so that he can take, hurt some more people. Take too. out Steph and KD's legs, and you'll be fine. So back, okay. So back to this conversation. Do you kind of tying all of this together? Actually, LeBron MJ debate. Do you think it will – I mean, obviously, one day there will be another LeBron-type player that will come in and insert himself into the argument. But do you see – King James Jr.? Uh, yeah, Bronny Jr. No, would, Prince James the second. <laughs> Prince. So do you see any player from the current NBA, any roster, any player on any roster, do you see them inserting themselves into any sort of GOAT conversation? Not as long as LeBron is in the picture. Until it will not be until about after LeBron retires that they find another guy, because after MJ retired they found Kobe, but Kobe wasn't the guy. After you know so many years with Kobe, LeBron came into the picture, and it's been LeBron ever since. It's going to be a couple years down the road before somebody comes into the conversation where, okay, maybe this is the guy. But my argument would be once LeBron leaves, and Steph Steph will have one good year yeah. after LeBron leaves, and everyone will you know, blow up all over him and just say, well, oh, yeah, this, he, huh? They well, exactly. Do. Can you imagine when LeBron's oh, yeah, not yeah. in the league for them? When to, he has no competition. Exactly. Like that, yeah. I think that he's just going to look that dominant. So I think Steph will – because I think Steph is going to win a couple more titles. They're going to win next year. Mm-hmm. So I, th- he, I think he's going to sneak into the conversation. I don't think he'll ever be a viable threat. But he'll be in, like, the Kobe, Larry Bird, Magic yeah. Johnson oh, conversation. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I, he deserves that conversation at least. Yeah. Um, but I think just because of the younger generation too, I think he'll sneak his way into oh, that yeah. conversation. Um, so r- another question too, you brought it up. Why do you think Kobe isn't in the two LeBron versus MJ conversation? I can go two ways with this. Uh, let's hear them both. 
Well, for one reason, he had to change his number. We all know why. Ah, yes. <laughs> MJ never had that. LeBron never had that. Stuff's um, forgiven, though. We're all, we all love Tiger right now. Hate me because I'm a champion. No, we hate you for another That's reason. That's another thing. Um, yes, I'm aware it's terrible for sports fans. For some reason, we're very forgiving of yes. terrible things. And Michael I Vick. hate it. I hate it. Michael Vick. Obama forgave Michael Vick. <laughs> Michael Vick has he, worked himself. He, yes. he has improved himself. He owns, um, he, he's a dog owner now. Yeah. He's donated to a lot of different stuff. So, but I think we did forgive him a little too quickly. Yes. But he, I but mean, now even, he's, but yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff. I can't, the Tiger Woods is the one that comes to mind. Um, there's a lot of people in, in the NFL who, you know, people are oh, yeah. wanting Jameis Winston to get fired right now. Uh, Greg Hardy's in the, in the NFL right now. He's been through some stuff. So that's interesting, but I could see. I think sports fans are a little forgiving, but I could see that being an argument Makes against sense. Kobe. Wait, who was that kicker from uh, the Giants a couple years back that got replaced by Gould because he assaulted his wife at the Pro Bowl? Gee, what? He, yeah, uh, the hotel of the Pro Bowl. Like something happened where she was outside the hotel room, but he had abused I've her. Never heard of a kicker abusing. Yes, he got. It, he, there was no forgiveness for him. Like he was gone. Gould was in. He didn't fly to London with them, and that's when they signed Gould. Interesting. And I'm like, well, that's one case where nobody forgave him. Yeah, that's... I was very impressed, though, because crazy. after the Eagles signed Vic, Obama called him within the next couple of days and, like, thanked them for giving him a second chance. That, that was interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, I can see that. What's your other argument for Kobe, then? Or My argument for Kobe is from day one they compared him to Michael Jordan, that he was going to be the next Michael Jordan. And so having that on your shoulders, like LeBron, it took a couple of years before people started thinking about it. Um, and he's lived up the legacy ever since he's gone up. Kobe with Shaq and everything, yes, he did go up, but he didn't reach that point of he was an elite player, but he wasn't like LeBron is now. I mean, I would say LeBron is better than Kobe. Regardless well, yeah, of the backlash. If you look at Kobe late in his career on the Lakers, yes. the Lakers weren't that good. No. Kobe wasn't carrying that team, and people were saying he doesn't have enough help around him. Well, exactly. LeBron just did that too, but he brought his team to the finals. Exactly. So, so yeah. you know, like I said, it was Kobe for a little bit, but then LeBron came in, and LeBron kind of passed him on that conversation. Right. So I think it's usually a two- or maybe three-person conversation where you can only have so many people. Like, you can only have LeBron as the main topic because he replaced Kobe. So maybe a couple years from now after LeBron retires, he's out of the conversation, minus the just retired athletes. And then it's who's the next current player, like you said, Steph, that's in the league Mm -hmm. that can be compared to Jordan. I really, Yeah. Uh, It'll be him, maybe Kawhi. I could see Paul George will never be there. Um, Yeah. Or, or even a young dude yeah. that's coming up. I think Michael Porter Jr. has all the potential in the world. I mean, rarely towards the end of Kobe's career did you hear him compared to Michael Jordan. That's true. That's why. My thing, my my thoughts on Kobe, why he wasn't compared later, because early in his career there were oh, the yeah. huge comparisons. It's huge. But then people start, started seeing, holy crap, they're basically the same person. Mm-hmm. He has the same moves, basically the same skill set. They were both shooting guards. I don't know their height similarities. Probably pretty similar, yeah. I would assume, because they're the same position. Their defense was pretty good, not great. Their offense was great because they had, they both had an unguardable 
fade away. Yeah. <laughs> and they had yeah. they had good enough handles where and a good enough shot where you had to respect it, guard them up, and then they could drive. And then they were good finishers. So their offensive game was good. They were both so comparable that I think fans in general were looking at Kobe like, yeah, you're great, but we've seen this already. Mm-hmm. We just got done watching this. We want something different. And then Very true. this dude out of high school being called the chosen one comes into the to his hometown yeah. team and is just incredible day one in Phoenix and yeah and so now they're like new shiny toy you're the next best but that and brings it turned, me, and it turned out good for him that brings me to another thing that I think makes the biggest difference between LeBron and Michael Jordan like you said straight out of high school now Michael Jordan got cut from his high school team and his junior year of high school he did yes, not make the varsity team exactly so, but LeBron gets drafted straight out of high school while Michael Jordan goes to college and plays and gets drafted. Mm-hmm. There's no real way that you can compare the two 100% because LeBron has God-given talent. Michael Jordan got cut and had to work. So it's kind of the hard work versus the God-given talent. Not saying Michael Jordan wasn't talented, but right. he had to work a little bit harder for what he didn't have. Yeah, I would argue the God-given talent Applies to his athleticism yes. and his maybe ability to pick up skills a little quicker because, you know, hand-eye yeah. coordination, that can obviously be affected. But I think you can make an argument that Jordan has a better work, worth mm-hmm. ethic, work, work ethic. ethic. Yes. <laughs> um, but but I, would, I would argue that they're about the same. Yes. I feel like LeBron works his ass off. So, like... Oh, especially at his age, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just that he was given this amazing physique. He's taller than MJ. Mm-hmm. So the dude, he's just a better. You, Michael you Jordan have, was a stick compared to exactly. LeBron. It, dude's, dude's a truck, and he's big, but he's got handles yes. like a guard. He apparently can shoot like a guard. This is finals. He was hitting shots I have never seen him shoot before, and he was just sinking them that game one. Ridiculous. And this dude's 6'10". Mm-hmm. And so... That's the biggest thing when it all comes down to it. The biggest argument for me is LeBron is a just a God-given talent of a human being. And he's as good a basketball player as Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's better defensively. I can agree with that. Um, mostly because he can guard all five positions. Yeah. So that's the only argument. Like I as a basketball players, I can you can compare them day in and day out. But as athlete, but once you add athlete to the basketball conversation, LeBron James is just head and shoulders above everyone. It's so that that's always my argument is just the pure athleticism and how much athleticism goes into basketball nowadays. Oh yeah, it's just over. But also with the different eras and the different age, there's the question of nowadays with all the technology, all the different things to recover. What all does LeBron have that Michael Jordan didn't? I mean, LeBron has what? Some type of cryogenic chamber, probably healing himself after a game. Michael Jordan had ice on his knees. I mean, given LeBron does the same thing, but there's more technology nowadays to keep you playing longer, to keep you healthier longer, where back then it was you have what you have. So it's also LeBron's going to play way longer than MJ because he has – the ability he has, the technology, has everything surrounding him How that many will make him. Did MJ play in the NBA? I want to say 15, 16, maybe. 
I'm not sure. Let me get yeah, I was going to say look it up. Because, well, that's the other thing. I, I look at Kobe played 20 seasons. Uh, Dirk is coming up on his 21st. So a lot of players do it. And LeBron just finished his 15th season playing all 82 games for the 15. first time in his career. He did play 15? Yes. So LeBron's already played as many seasons as mm-hmm. he's going to play more. Plus he's many off seasons. Be- that <laughs> probably makes up, what, four or five more? I think because LeBron came out of high school, so he's – Younger oh, at this point, stats are going to be higher that his, way. Well, cause... his stats are going to be higher. I think that gives him a couple extra years in the NBA. I think LeBron plays in the NBA eight more seasons. I wouldn't call it unrealistic. I because, but I think after the next five seasons, that's when it's going to be absolutely. Do I want to keep doing this? He, after after at least four or five years, he's going to start contemplating it, and maybe he's in a situation where he could say he could hang it up, or he can go help. Some young yeah. teams. I see him like he, he five or six an, years. He won't be a number another number one guy in five years. That's for sure. Oh no, I he see won't go- be this guy in five years. But I think he can still be a Dirk, where he oh, yeah. can stay on a younger team and help develop and help. Where he's not the you know consistent player. Where exactly he gets play but time, he's but he's also on the bench like when he's coach and a mentor yes. and a locker room. Well, I see five or six years. He becomes a partial owner of the Cavaliers. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, I think, think maybe point, that's where Bronny goes. I think maybe within four years, maybe he goes back to Cleveland LeBron to try and build it. <laughs> You'd be having back-to-back playing as soon as he steps in the arena. You know, I'd rather him go back to Cleveland than Bronny Jr. go somewhere else and then LeBron go to a fourth yeah. team, for sure. I would much rather that. Um, that would be a better story, too. I just Bron- want to see him play in a different team and just whoop him. Just LeBron, just dribble around, go. I touch you, everything you know, not everything I know. <laughs> just yeah. lays his kid out. It would be entertaining. It'd be two different styles. You got Lavar Ball over here. Most son's the best in the world. And then LeBron, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. NBA um, fathers. I'm waiting for that TV show. So, final thought here, real quick. Well, one last thing, as I like to call it on my show. Okay. One last thing. MJ versus LeBron. If LeBron retired today, didn't play for the Lakers, retired today, they both had 15 seasons. Who do you get? Who do you pick as your GOAT? I got to say Jordan, even though, you know, like I said, I can't compare them 100%. I think they're just about neck and neck, and that might be where it ends, depending on how long LeBron stays for, you know, with age and what else was set in. But I got to say Michael Jordan still has it right now. But it's getting close. It's getting real close, and that's I, that's, that's what why, makes it so interesting. That's though. why if it did end it today, it would be neck and neck. I would almost, I would probably take the fence way out and mm-hmm. say, co goats. <laughs> exactly. I, I, can I really, I really do think because two different styles, two different well, backgrounds, exactly. two different eras. Exactly. It, it's hard. It's, to, it's very hard to compare. It's easy to compare but them, but what, it's hard to be accurate. That's what makes this conversation so fun. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I don't like. The Messi Ronaldo com- comparisons because they're playing right now at the same time and they play each exactly. other sometimes. So like you can actually see it happening. Yeah. See, but unlike Michael Jordan, LeBron will not come back a wizard like Gandalf the Black. Ah, <laughs> uh, epic rap battle reference. Good yes. stuff. Uh- <laughs> Great interview with DJ. Thanks for being on, dude. My one last thing for today regards the podcast itself. Um, I'm really enjoying this pre-record, uh, upload the next morning type of thing. The whole live situation, 
It's fun. It's a nice feel to the show. I might do it as a special occasion every once in a while. Um, but for right now, I'm going to stick with my pre-recording situation because it's just easier as far as me editing. The sound is going to be, if you ha- if you guys haven't noticed already, the sound is going, the sound quality is just going to be a lot better. Um, I'm going to be able to edit in music instead of playing music just live and it being quiet sometimes. Um, so it, it, it podcast is just going to sound better. The editing is going to be better instead of it just all being live. I'll be able to do interviews and then put them in later. I don't have to just do people live. And I'm, I'll be able to work the podcast more around my schedule instead of my schedule working around my podcast. So it, I think this is just going to be a better situation in general. So like I said, I'll probably do live shows in the future. But those will be special occasions. I'll let you guys know probably more towards the fall um, when football season starts back up. So thank you for being understanding with that. Thanks for, um, you know, I'm sorry if you guys like this show, the live show. Um, but I, I'm going to I'm going to stick with the pre-recorded stuff. Thank you, everyone, for listening. My show is now available via podcast on SoundCloud and YouTube. Give me a follow. Both channels are first round KO subscribe shoot me a comment remember you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take go shoot your shot and i'll see you guys on monday beggar begging please don't make me feel this again things are getting eerie like the lake is down in michigan had a good year kind of tired where the michelle is at the finish line go get the checkered flag take a couple more shots that's extended mag i don't mean to brag you smell this in the bag i pull up solo at the function i'm a tennis stag stone cold bachelor acid rap and chancellor couple years in amateur but never had a chance where you see me as a challenge to me